Step on the side of the road with RAA Road Service Patrols just around the corner. All it takes is a quick call. Then you can get back to the important stuff, like listening to Beck and Soda's podcast. Become a member today. T's and C's apply. Visit raa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. Happy Friday. Good morning, Soda. Uh, good morning, Rebecca Morse. It's a big day today. Mm. It's Taylor Swift Day. Oh, yes, it is Taylor Swift Day, yes. but it's also SAFM Team Day. Uh, it is our team day. Yeah, Taylor Swift uh, premiere this evening. Uh, also, I might give some tickets away today. But, we, yeah, we've got one of those team building days. Yeah. And I'm sure many of you, you know, at work sometimes uh, they give you the opportunity to all get together and play games and do all weird sort of little icebreakers and all that sort of stuff. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. and I was actually a little bit late this morning because I had an outfit crisis. Hang the on. outfit that I'd planned, I didn't have a bra that you've, worked with it. On. You've got an outfit for a team building day. The girls, Nicole, who's uh, anchoring yeah. for us this week, we've been talking about it all week, what we're going to yeah, wear. Yeah, there were text messages going around yeah. at like 8.45 last yeah. night. To yeah. what are you going to wear to a team yeah. building day? So, um, so what do you call... What? What, what, have you yeah. made any effort or given any Absolutely. effort to your fit today? Yeah, I just grabbed what, what I those, normally put on, hey? What are those pants? They're, well, they're not so much a pant. They're, they're a linen summer pant. <laughs> they're not pants. So when they're sort of stylish, you drop the plural <laughs> and you just run with... A nice pant. They're, uh, yeah, do you like them? Look, I, I must say I don't mind the pant, yep. but you've paired them. Yep, with my thongs. Is that a have, with a Javiana? No, no, they're the Archies. Oh, they're the thongs sorry. that really protect you, the ones that podiatrists love because they've got an arch in them. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. They, they're they're almost, then as they're well, remedial no thongs. <laughs> Sexy, huh? Oh, for your bunions? I, only because I couldn't get the homey ped slide-ons from your chemist, the Terry White chemist. Oh, my God, a masseur. Yeah. <laughs> you, I tell you what. Did you used to wear those masseurs? Never. Do you know, can you remember them? Yeah, and on the ad, it was Sven, the Swedish masseuse, yes. and they'd, he'd be on the bottom of your feet, and the bloke would be walking along, yes. and Sven would be under his feet. Those shoes, those masseurs, I wore them for years, and the worst thing was... <laughs> When you first put them on, or it got to summer and you hadn't been wearing through winter, it took two or three days for your feet to get used to the spikes. So you'd be like you and Nigel Smart in the old days for the Crows, walking on the hot coals, and you'd be sort of tiptoeing around for two days till your feet could accommodate them. Anyway, look, yep. it's, a, it's a lovely pant. And, and I've paired my pant with a nice sloppy joe. Hey, what do you reckon? I look like I'm just ready for bed. You, that looks like pajama really pants. Dress for comfort, not speed today. Yeah, it's well, it's, a, it's a team building day. You need to be comfortable and relaxed We're in your own skin. We're not doing yoga. What are we doing? <laughs> what games do you reckon we'll play? I don't know, probably Sphinxster or something. What? What's that called? What? Is what? Sphinxster. I've made that sound like a body say... part. <laughs> what did you? Yeah, do? gee whiz. Did you just say Sphinxster? <laughs> Spinska, you know the way you what? throw the blocks at things? Is that what it's called? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, we've been having a little bit of uh, fun at the expense of our boss, Alex Flack. And I know it's not always great to take the P155 out of your boss, but <laughs> when you break your ribs whippersnipping, I mean, how can you not bet? He rolled down a hill yeah. while he was whippersnipping and broke I mean, his ribs this week. Seriously, that is just phenomenal. He could be the clumsiest bloke <laughs> on the planet. He nearly killed himself when he pulled the helmet off a door frame at one point as well. But amazingly, Beck, despite the pain he's in, because he actually looks constipated 24-7, uh, he's been able to put together a, a report card for us. Oh, I'm nervous. Let's listen. 
Watch out, Beck and Soda. It's time for your weekly report card. Beck, Soda, it's Flack the Boss here, and it's time for your weekly report card. And already we're starting on the back foot as Rebecca Morse is causing accidents in car parks. I swear yesterday's Lara Bingle in a chemist car park was not my fault. What happened? I hear this thud and the car moves. Oh, and no. this old bloke has backed straight into me. What was his excuse? And I got out and he goes, oh, you weren't there when I went into the chemist. Thanks, Sherlock. And I just thought, I don't have the headspace, the bandwidth to deal with this, so I just had a little weep in the cup. Oh, no, poor bugger. <laughs> poor, poor old bugger. No, you. <laughs> Beck, wow, I'm not going to lie. I was certain you were responsible for that prank. Damn, I kind of feel a little weird and empty inside. I didn't scratch my Beckmore's hot message. Oh, wait, found something. I was upstairs in our bedroom yesterday and I could hear footsteps coming up the steps and they were mm. kind of slow. I thought it was the dog <laughs> and so I yell out, come in here, you beautiful big boy. <laughs> James sticks his head in. I think James, look, it's not my birthday. <laughs> Wolfie, buck once if you're okay and twice if you need us to help. Okay, but speaking of animals in uncomfortable situations... What tastes better in a can or a packet? Will from Manopara West. Whole chook. It's a whole chook. (laughs) What do you mean? Big can or a small chook? (laughs) Somebody think of that poor chook. It's pecking around a yard a neck minute. Yeah, it must be into into a a can. can. It must be so uncomfortable (laughs) having to get squashed into that can. Thank you, Will. Uh, Let's just roll the tape back on that one. You know they're not putting cockatoos in cans, right, Beck? Oh, and, and Soda, can we just get a reminder of why we're talking chicken in a can? What was it you were eating this week? Heinz tin spaghetti in those little sausages. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are clowning, honestly. No, seriously, you are. Bucket list to be yeah. in the pageant. I am going to be a clown on the uh, Austin 7 float. So what did you learn in clown school yesterday? <laughs> you can't yeah. get stuck back. Uh, if you spend too long, like, high-fiving, which yeah. I might want to do a yeah. selfie. So you're interacting with the crowd. Imagine <laughs> me. Oh, selfies no, and I can't. get stuck back with zipper and nipple. <laughs> Just before the last part here, I want to highlight how much soda pays attention to one of our most beloved artists here at SAFM. Uh, what's her name, Soda? Taylor Smith. No, what's her name? <laughs> well, once more. Taylor Smith. Awesome. No segue here. Just play the last clip. I broke my rib gardening this week, so give me a break. You can hear it in the podcast. My uh, kids' high school do their parent-teacher interviews via Teams. I was finishing one and I noticed a little pop-up in the corner saying, um, someone's waiting in your waiting room? And I thought, oh, well, that's my next teacher. It's mum and dad of the next student (laughs) sitting in their lounge room. And then they've popped into my meeting. Anyway, I decided to stick around and I told them, little Johnny's doing really well. He just needs to apply himself a little while. (laughs) How fitting to wrap up your report card with a parent-teacher interview. Morse, Soderstrom, I'm giving you a P this week. And why is that, Soda? For Papa. That's right. Who's your Papa? This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I've had a bit of a bad week, guys. Well, you're nearly at the end of it, but what's happened? I had a little Lara Bingle in the car park. Why? What happened? In my car. Believe it or not, it wasn't my fault. I just pulled in just to get some dog food Mm. and the bloke parked directly opposite to me, a man in his senior years, backed straight into my car. Oh, so you were in your car? I was stationary. I'd parked. I'd taken my little 30 seconds to see what had happened online since I last got in the car. And then the car just jolted. And I was like, what is that? Did you jump out in anger? 
Uh, I was a little bit rattled and I was also a bit deeply embarrassed because I'd come from Pilates mm. and I was wearing some very tight, short shorts and they were fluorescent. Nothing so like I, making a statement. I really was I'm like, oh, I have to get out and speak to this man in my little tidy, tidy fluoros. Um, and then, look, there was minor damage, but yeah. there was a little bit of to and from as to whose fault it might have been. Hang and on, but I, you were stationary, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, but he was like, he said... You weren't there when I went into the shop, and I I said, "Yeah, but yeah. I'm here now." <laughs> what? Well, hang he on. sort of said he checked he checked the car park earlier before and he that went it was in, clear, and then just didn't recheck. What? <laughs> How old was he? Do you reckon? Oh, look, he was a lovely man. In the end, we sort of exchanged numbers and became friends. But hmm. maybe eighty. Right. Should have he been driving? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to take his license off him. Anyway, then I'm not proud of this. I became a bit overcome and standing in the middle of the car park, supermarket car park, I turned on the waterworks. I just started crying. For sympathy or you were really upset? I was just rattled by it and I just thought, you know what, the paperwork and I'm not going to be able to get the dog food now because I'm rattled and I just stood there and just cried. So Wolfie didn't get dinner? No, he no. I had no food for him because I was so rattled afterwards I couldn't go and complete my shopping task. From a bloke? Parking and just hitting you. It had, I'm t- I was tired. You know when it, when you're exhausted and you're like, this is the last thing I need in my life. And the poor old bloke just saw me standing there in my fluoro bike pants crying. Are you pregnant? Jesus. I'm just asking. <laughs> mate, well, you're my, not showing. My, my, but uh, <laughs> my ovaries are like shriveled up sultanas. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> when you're pregnant, don't you get those real emotional yes. swings up and down? It wasn't hormonal. It was a bit of exhaustion right. and a bit of a, are you kidding me right now? That this has happened. <laughs> Did he back down once she saw you crying? I think he was a bit taken aback. I think oh. he felt a bit sorry for me. I think, no, I think he actually thought, I think this woman is slightly unhinged. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> 13, 10, 60. All right, we need to make you feel a little bit better about this. 13, 10, 60, when did you cry for, well, an imbalance we're looking at here. Really, that's okay. not a tearful situation, is no, it? No. What silly small thing, I guess, tipped right. you over the edge and made you cry in public? Pregnancy's a big time for that, isn't it? When you get that I'm vulnerability. I'm not pregnant. Just <laughs> any hormones from, yeah. from us women, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. So, becoming a mum for a fourth time, well, I mean, what's that oh, going to be like? don't. Right. If I could reach you, I'd kick you under the table. 13, 10, 60, give us a call. Chelsea from Elizabeth, what happened? Uh, I was in grade six mm-hmm. and Anthony Kalia had just come out and said that he was gay. He was on the front page of the newspaper. Yeah. I thought he was mega hot and had the biggest crush and bored my eyes out. Oh, oh Chels. <laughs> and then my sisters proceeded to email me that newspaper clipping for the next three or four weeks in the post. Oh, yes. Chels. You thought that could have been your future husband? Oh, definitely. Yeah. You were all yeah. planned, ready to go? Oh, yeah. Everything. Yep. Walked down the aisle. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You know. You could have walked down to the aisle and danced to the prayer and everything. It would have been yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Chels. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just standing there in front of the newspaper headline yeah, crying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, in front of the news agency. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Chels. That's the oh, hey, Chels, are you married now? Um, I'm engaged, yeah. Oh, right. Um, and does he measure up to Anthony? Oh, way better. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It worked out well then. That's what we love. Chelsea no, from Elizabeth, thank you so much. I'm glad you got over that. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, 13, 10, 60. All right. When did you turn the waterworks on for, well, a rather unusual reason? I cried a lot when River Phoenix died. Did you? Yeah. That hurt. 
was deep. On the Auto Masters text line, you can call it any time, uh, text any time, 04888 uh, Kerry said, I was pregnant, got a sausage roll from the bakery. I imagine the craving. And it was cold inside, so I just started crying and kept crying for so long. I cried for so long. Is that relatable as a pregnant woman? Oh, my gosh. Anything to do with food. Like if you drop your food. I dropped a sushi roll the other day that was fresh and I hadn't had one bite and I nearly cried. I actually looked at it and went, can I dust that off and save it? Yeah, I'm convinced you're pregnant. Um, Lexi from Christy Downs. Uh, Lexi, when did you cry? Um, I was 39 weeks pregnant and in Adelaide um, awaiting the birth of my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I was walking through Woolworths just doing some shopping near my mum's house and I sneezed and I completely and utterly peed myself and started lactating at the same time <laughs> from crying. Oh, Lexi. <laughs> Three lots of liquid being expelled from your body at the same time. It was the most embarrassing time of my life, but I could oh. do nothing but laugh and cry at myself. <laughs> It's anyone who says being pregnant is beautiful is just so full of it. Being pregnant yep. is the worst. You just I'm lose... actually pregnant with my third at the moment oh, as well. I'm due oh, in geez. December and I had a similar incident again the other day oh, when I was let's out. See. Do your Kegels, Lex. Come on. What are Kegels? Oh, I'm trying. Look, I keep a spare pair of clothes in my car now. Like, it's just a regular thing. Your pel- I'm doing them right now. What's you a Kegel? Cl- you clench your pelvic floor. Right. Well, at least in Woolworths, you could just go down the aisle and grab some tenor ladies. <laughs> that would help sort you out. Oh, thank right, you. Right, Trace from Hackham. Uh, Tracy, when did you cry? I was about 15 years old. My dad came home from a walk to see me bawling my eyes out and he thought something really bad had happened and he said, what's wrong? What's going on? And I explained to him that Courtney Walsh and Curtly Ambrose had just announced their retirement from cricket oh. and I was devastated, <laughs> heartbroken. Chase, oh. you're a big West Indies fan. Love them. I mean, oh. I'm an Aussie cricket fan, but I just love Curtly and Courtney. Oh, <laughs> How's that? That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, good on you, Trace. Oh, I feel so Thanks, much better, girl. ladies. Thank you. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Biggest artist in the world. Yes. Uh, Soda, what's her name again? Uh, her name's Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know, I know. Massive brain fade yesterday if you weren't listening. Uh, we have got our launch of the Taylor Smith. No, what's her name? <laughs> What's her name? Taylor Smith. What's that woman's name? name? I've forgotten her name. Stroke. What's her name? I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you. Taylor, I've forgotten her name. That was absolutely legit. I forgot her name. And I just sat and let you sweat and tell you. I know. You could hear me panic because I'm going, what's her name? What's her name? And I started to go, my brain's not working anymore. I'm having a seizure. I actually, I could picture her face and the red lipstick and everything, but I could not work out her name. I'm just thinking... It's Taylor Smith. It sounds like that, but what is it? Um, it's not funny. It's actually frightening. Sorry, that was unkind of me just no, to watch you squirm like that. It was that. good. <laughs> you just <laughs> ended up with a blank space in my head. Ah, boom, boom. Um, do you know, uh, little Sienna, my eight-year-old yesterday, she loves Taylor Swift. So we would listen to Taylor Swift all day, right? All the songs. We go all the way back to the 1989 album and Taylor Swift, all these love different story ones. Love Story that we just heard. The lot, right? Uh, what was it? Love Story was from Fearless, the album, actually. See, that's <laughs> how much I picked up. So my daughter, Sienna, was so horrified that yesterday she made me on the internet, on YouTube, um, do a Taylor Swift quiz, and she made me do the quiz three times until I got 100%. 
Really? Seriously. Right. And I'm just sitting there going, now my head is full of Taylor Swift crap. All right. Are you prepared to show your knowledge now? What? Um, can I quiz you on a couple of facts now? Well, not if I get them wrong. What's her middle name? Um, Alison. Is that right? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I is that right? Yeah. Alison. Uh, do you know her birth date? Yeah, because um, her, her favourite number is 13, yeah. so her birthday is the 13th of December, um, and she was born in 1989, which was the name of that album yeah. that's got like Wildest Dreams and Bad Blood. And she's just about to re-release uh, Taylor's version of 1989. All right, go. how about a song quiz? Uh, can you name this Taylor Swift song? Blank Space. Oh, is that right? You just said Blank Space, though. I feel like we need to get another one. Right. Just you got another one? really, really test oh, God. soda. Let's have a look. Just hold. Please hold one moment. Let's give this one a go. It feels like a perfect day. It feels like a perfect night. Oh, no, I don't know it. What is it? 22. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Sienna hasn't made me listen to that. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Can you name any of her cats? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Benjamin Button is one of the cats. She's got three. Um, oh, uh, the, the character from Law and Order, Olivia Benson. Yes. That's another cat. And Meredith Grey. There are three cats. Yes, Is that right? Anatomy. I told you this crap stuck in my head. <laughs> You're a crazy cat man. Uh, no, finally. You needed it. Incor- wait, you needed- that's oh. correct. Oh. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> correct. Uh, and what type of farm did she grow up on? Oh, easy. Christmas tree farm. <laughs> I'm so much more attracted to you now. Have a good day. Oh. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. Well, tonight we are hosting the Adelaide premiere of Taylor Swift's Era's concert film, but it's just premiered in LA and the internet went into meltdown. It's being dubbed the biggest pop culture moment of the year so far when Queen Bee, Beyonce, joined Taylor Swift on the red carpet for the movie premiere. Mm. Are you shook by that, Soda? Yeah, massive what the Queen Bee went. Uh, it's it's huge, isn't it, though? Because the pre-sales for this are into the tens of millions of dollars. 100 million in advanced oh, ticket sales. What? Predicted to reach $175 million in sales by the end of the opening weekend. This would make the movie the highest grossing concert film in history. Right. And the thing about this is Beyonce, who's also been touring at the same time as Taylor Swift, also is releasing a Renaissance World Tour film. So they are technically in direct opposition, yet they're mm. standing together. And I love it so much for the sisterhood. And Taylor's posted of them eating popcorn together in the movies. I'm so glad I'll never know what my life would have been like without Beyonce's influence, the way she's taught me and every artist out there to break the rules and to industry norms. Um, the fact she showed up tonight was an actual fairy tale. I love that friendship. Brilliant. <laughs> well, there's no bitchiness in the music no. industry. Oh, well, okay, yes. Not in course, their case. Of, no, of course good, there is. But it was lovely to see the, um, them together and uh, enjoy if you're coming along to the movie tonight. Didn't I think we said the other day that uh, the concerts that are happening in Australia, Taylor Swift will take about $5 million per concert in ticket sales. That's just here. Mm-hmm. Now, I imagine there's been tons and tons of concerts over in America and then $170 million plus yeah. just for the essentially the video of the yeah. concert. That wow. is insane. Wowie. Okay, have you ever had a um, a wardrobe malfunction like at Channel 7, like just a uh, due to go on air or something? Yes, or? I have. I yeah. have. I um, split a shirt. <laughs> oh, no, hello. No, it was too just tight. Just across the pecs? <laughs> across the back. I can <laughs> remember. Purpose. I actually split <laughs> like, the shirt. No, that was had nothing to like, do with 
being anything but fat. Uh, <laughs> it must have been one of the old shirts. But I did just before I went on. And uh, Suzanne, the makeup lady, said, you can't wear that on air. <laughs> Well, you and Kim Kardashian have something in common because she split her latex pants. So skin tight, think like leggings, shiny, shiny latex. Mm. They split and she was about to go on stage at a conference for three hours and her entire butt cheek was hanging out. You guys, a a whole piece came off, okay? They're trying to glue it back on me with wig tape. They're gluing my ass. I only have one outfit and my my conference starts in 20 minutes. And I have to sit there for three hours. I can't bend down. They're sticking tape on my ass. So tape two together. They basically got black tape, which you'd use to tape a wig onto your head. Yeah. and, And basically stuck the sticky tape directly onto her butt to kind of cover up where her ass cheek was right. hanging out. <laughs> it's a reasonable booty though, isn't it? It's a, it's a de- it's, well, it's the best booty in the business, isn't it? Uh, so maybe the next time you have a wardrobe malfunction at Channel 7, we can tape you up. Very nice I indeed. don't want that job though. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all good. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, Beck, uh, what, seven or eight months ago, we went up to Renmark to uh, help everyone with the Riverland, and we took the very best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights from the fringe there, and one of the gentlemen on the bus who kept us entertained on the bus <laughs> and everyone on the stage is Van Arista Goeta. I get it <laughs> well, right? Well done. Hey, great to have you back in town. Oh, How are it's you, mate? so good to be here in Adelaide. Um, that was brilliant up at Renmark. That was great. That was great. Uh, um, I remember the the participation of the kids with the yes. with people on stage. <laughs> yes. Correct. I remember I was I was it was first time I had, I was doing jokes and a, and a child was just stomping my feet, just just punching <laughs> my toes. That's right, that little was, kids. <laughs> yeah. And the good thing was the kids all learnt some new words too that yeah, night. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. And what are you doing back in Adelaide? Uh, well, I'm doing my show tonight at the Rhino Room. I'm mm-hmm. doing a a little encore um, uh, road show in, in many cities and towns of, of repeating my show, Citizen, mm. um, just to squeeze a bit more money out of it. Just, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Why not? Hey, we're going to give away some tickets at the end of this. Great. Too. Thank you. Um, Ivan, so you're Venezuelan born. Yes. Your network, well, hence the name of the show, you are now a citizen. Yes, After I am. how long here? Uh, 11 years. 11 right. years. Yeah, I'm, I'm Australian now. I'm Australian. Uh, my, I, I, I identify as Australian now. <laughs> So my, what do you do my, now? My, my pronouns are yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you do differently? What is different, so completely different about where we live here compared to what you had in Venezuela? Oh, the, uh, uh, I, I, I'm a coffee critic. I never <laughs> care about coffee before in my life. Right. I just I just drank coffee and coffee just woke me up a little bit. And now I'm like, no, this coffee is bad. There's a difference <laughs> between good coffee and bad coffee. You know the difference? No. It's the intensity of the person who makes it. <laughs> How many tattoos they've got? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, not yet, but I I think I'm very close, very close. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, later in the show today, we're going to be talking about uh, how long people have spent in a job. What's the longest you've ever spent in a job? Uh, uh, As a comedian, it's the longest, uh, six years full time. And and before that, uh, four years in a brewery back in Venezuela. In the brewery? What was your job in there? Uh, I uh, I was in charge of the brew house. 
Really? Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, you know, make, mashing and filtering and, oh, and, right. and cooling and mixing with yeast and sending to fermentation. So uh, what's the difference between your Venezuelan beer and your Australian beer? Because obviously that's a huge part of our culture. Well, um, the, the Venezuelan beer is a, is a lower um, alcohol level and also right. it has a, a lot of uh, corn in the mix. It's not just pure uh, malt. Mm. It's, a, it's a mix of corn and malt. So it's, right. it's more um, quaffable. Wow. You, like, you like that word? Second language, okay? Quaffable. I, I need, quaffable. I need a, an applause break for saying quaffable. This is my yeah. second language. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, the drinkability, because it's a tropical country, is very hot and humid right. all year long. So it's, it's, it's easier to sell more beer when the beer has less body. So, so it's quaffable. It's quaffable. I like that. <laughs> so four years at a brewery. Now, I know here at the old West End Brewery when it was up and running that people that worked there were allowed to drink beer while they were working. Obviously, that had changed nowadays because of everything that goes on with occupational health and safety. Were you allowed to drink beer on the job? Yes. Really? Yes, yes, yes. And, and uh, they had this, uh, this very good um, rule yeah. in the brewery. Like, you can drink. If we see you drunk, we, we uh, fire you on the spot. Oh. Right. So, so you, if it's a hot day and yeah. you, need, you, need, you need to, you know, quench your thirst, you yes. can have one or two. But if they see someone drunk, they'd be fired on the spot. Ooh, was there a spittoon? Uh, uh, sorry, this what? is a new word. Thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you. I gave you quaffable. What a are you giving? Spittoon. What's you know a spittoon? When you, when you have your wine and you don't want to swallow it, you spit it. Oh, no, no, no. Spittoon. You don't spit beer, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, did many people end up getting the sack because mm. they were half cut? No, everybody was uh, respecting that really? rule very well. It's so easy. Like, you can do it if you're yeah. drunk. Yeah. What's the, what's the most you ever had on the job? Uh, when I was not driving, yeah, um, a lot, like a lot. <laughs> you didn't get the sack because because the my, part of my job, I, I I was entitled to 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 get some samples, uh, right. from especially before pasteurizing, mm -hmm. and it tastes a lot better. It's it's so much beer before pasteurizing is a lot better. So I, I was right? allowed to grab some samples, um, from the tank before going to mm. bottling. And um, it's such a much better beer. So when when it was one of those celebratory days, you know, yeah. after work there, there is a bar in the brewery. I think yeah. every brewery has a bar. Of course. And then you finish work, and then I'm not driving, and then you can drink so many, so many. <laughs> I love uh, that I, idea. I can't. I, I'm talking about two bottle, two little bottles. All right. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. oh, okay. All right. Drink <laughs> responsibly. Ivan Aristagueta, you're playing the Rhino Room tonight at seven o'clock. Have a great time tonight, mate. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having me. We love you. Oh, sorry, was that awkward? No. <laughs> I love you more. <laughs> I love you most. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just a little earlier, yeah. uh, we were talking about a, we a team building day today, a bit of lunch and all that sort of thing when everyone gets together and gets involved in all these little activities. You looking forward yeah, to I'm it? I'm so excited. I'm wearing a denim dress. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, but you, you mentioned this when we were talking about some of the stuff we might do. Mm. What games do you reckon we'll play? I don't know, probably Sphinxster or something. What's what? that called? What? Is what? It? Okay. Yes, yeah, can, we, can we just hear that again? Just what, what games it? do you reckon we'll play? I don't know, probably Sphinxster or something. What? What's that called? What? Is what? what? Right. The game oh. with the wooden blocks. Sphinxster. Well, that sounds painful. <laughs> Sphinxster. Mate, do you mean Finska? Oh, yeah, Finska. <laughs> Finska. What is actually wrong with you? I don't know what's on my mind. <laughs> Anyway, well, we've got a team building day today, so please, um, to our boss, Flack, can you make sure that the games are appropriate? Because 
I'm not really keen on Sphinx. Well, They're I don't know what you're playing. I'm playing Sphinx. <laughs> right, uh, time for this. Beck and Sodas Morning Quickie. Good. Producer Rach is here. Sorry, Rach. Hey, Rach. <laughs> Sorry about the hey, Rach, you interested in our team building day today? Um, I hate forced funds, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, guys, so remember to vote on the referendum tomorrow. Oh, yeah. If you don't, you're yep. going to get fined 20 bucks, so you make sure you do it. Is that the same? Is fine the same if you don't yeah, vote no. in an election, or is it a bit more in an election? Just exercise your democratic right. And you can find a pre-polling place today if you're working all day tomorrow right. or something. Yep. And you just need to make sure that you write yes or no. Don't write yep, nah, yeah, nah. No ticks or crosses either. <laughs> just yes or no, please. Yeah, nah. Like um, half the footballers when they start a question, yeah, an nah. answer for a question. Yeah, so, nah. Did you play well today? Oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, it was nah. a good game. <laughs> just write a yes So you have to actually no. write... Yes or no. Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm assuming it's the normal polling places, is it? Like yep. your, your schools and all that sort yep. of thing? check them out in the Tizer. Righto. Yeah, or find them on the AEC uh, website and head along to vote. We haven't talked about this much on the show, but um, I just wanted to take this opportunity to put forward my position. I'm voting yes tomorrow. Um, I'm not being paid to say this. I haven't been told to say this, um, which is what I've been accused of online. This is what, my personal opinion. What do you mean people have accused you people of being paid? People have accused paid? me and people like Hamish Blake, who came out publicly uh, in favour of the yes vote yesterday, yeah. of being paid to campaign for they yes. They actually are being paid? No. No, oh, no right. one's being no paid. One is. No, no, no I didn't think so. Paid, but You're I allowed to put to, that on the record. No. Right. There seems to be this misconception that people are being paid for their opinion. Um, so I've actually been attacked online. My daughter's been attacked online. It's pretty divisive, which is very sad. Um, but look, I think despite the outspoken minority, more than 80% of Indigenous Australians support this yes vote. Um, you might have also heard the no campaign. I've heard it um, in ads on this station arguing that we are all equal, whether we're black or white. Well, the sad and shameful truth is we're not all equal in this country. Uh, the gap for Indigenous children in areas like health and education is significant and nothing we've tried in the past has helped. So I think this is just quite simply an advisory committee. It takes nothing away from us. You'll lose nothing and it is our best chance to move forward in this country. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, I love school teachers. Because, you used to be one. Yeah, it's a tough job. It, look, do, I'll be honest with you, I really struggled as a school teacher. I mm. just wasn't good at it and probably I was younger, so I wasn't empathetic enough, I reckon, for the kids. And now that I'm a dad, um, I look at it now and understand how important that role is, but I probably took it for granted and just enjoyed the holidays too much, if that makes sense. <laughs> we also had phone calls from <laughs> some of your former students who dobbed you in for wearing short shorts I as a did t- not. Wear short shorts. Mr. Soderstrom. And that was days I was teaching English, not Perea either. Um, so I love this story. Biology. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a practical class. <laughs> um, what about this story? I love this. Uh, an Illinois educator in the US, of course, has been given a Guinness World Record for, get this, 53 years in the same job, not just the same career, the same job working at Woodland Middle School. He started there on September 1, 1970, and he's still there. Bless him. September 1, 1970. 53 years. Good on you, Paul Duretz. He's 76 now, and he is the social studies teacher. 
Oh. At Woodland Middle School. Yeah, my mum was a teacher for 30 years, which yeah. I thought was pretty good. What's your longest time in a job? Uh, it was a job I've currently got at Channel 7, um, my 20th year this year. You've been at 7 for 20 years? Yeah. yeah. And before that, like I'd been a teacher for a few years. I'd been a fireman for about 12. You're a fireman. You hardly mention it. Of course. So <laughs> I never have really stayed in a job for a super, super long time. So 20 years. What about for you? Uh, mine was Channel 10, 14. That's a good stretch, yeah, 14 not a years. Bad innings. Because it feels like people now are just turning jobs over. Yes, I think the younger generation get bored mm. and they want instant gratification and they want to climb the ladder and if they don't climb it quick enough, they quit. Well, can you remember that um, lots of people like, you know, it would have been your grandfather or great granddad's all these, you know that they stayed in jobs for yep. 20, 30, 40, 50 years as we've seen here yep. with Paul. It's bloody amazing. I think we should do this. All right, let's go for it. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Right, let's see if we can find out, and we will put you into our Gallery of Greats and give you the golden grade up. We're looking for the longest time in this same job. Yep. Okay, not the same career, the actual same job. All right, give us a buzz, 13, 10, 60, and we will put the winner into our Gallery of Greats. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. We have been talking about uh, an Illinois teacher in the US, 53 years in the one job. He's still going there, Paul Juretz. He's 76 and he started on September 1, 1970. I wonder how he goes with technology, how he'd go with well, the electronic whiteboard. <laughs> imagine he, computers, everything. Exactly. I so mean, he changed. was back on the old chalk days, 1970. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. All right, so we're looking for to get you into our gallery of greats, the longest time you've been in the one job. All right, let's go to Bianca in Paralawi. How long? Well, I've worked for the same company for 14 years, but I have been in the same industry for 20, but the same company for 14 years. Right. What do you do, Bianca? I'm a childcare worker. Brilliant. Oh. Brilliant. The, the kids keep you young and on your toes? Oh, well, I mean, you know, with the good comes the bad. I um, I could tell you a few stories, but I've got one that I could think of. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, we've had children at the service that have gone through the centre. They've gone off to school. Then we have their siblings. Um, I had a little sibling once that I'd had the brother for years and was playing in the sand pit and she was looking at me with such loving eyes and I thought, we're about to have a moment. And she looked at me and she goes, Anchor, why have you got your moustache out? <laughs> As you can imagine, I was horrified. Oh, Bianca, good on you. Um, oh. You're doing a wonderful job looking after little ones. Um, Thank you. Even with your big moustache. <laughs> She didn't say it was big. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just taking off from where the little kid left off. So, Bianca, thank you so much for your call. You have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Chris in Salisbury East, how long have you been in your job? Uh, 17 and a half years. Wow. Okay, what do you do, mate? Uh, transport industry. Right, and what's changed from day one to now, the biggest change you've seen? Uh, the biggest change? Look, I've uh, been... In been known transport, um, it would be the, 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 the illicit taking of um, to keep the truckies awake. Right. I've, I've noticed at the start, yep. you, you saw it, there was, a, there was a lot of that. And obviously as the years gone by, it's, um, everyone's pretty well straight and narrow, which is, which is safer for everyone. Oh, and, good. Um, I thought you were going to say the other way. I thought you were going to say everyone out there. worse. No, it's got better. Great. No, no, it's got better. Oh, no, right. it's more, more, more better. I was, I'm 42. Yep. Um, I, you know, I was roughly 23. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was a lot of that 
stuff going around. Mm. I've, I've just noticed as the years gone on by, yep. um, that sort of no longer um, something that's involved in the transport industry, which is great. Good yeah. on you, buddy. Thank you so much, uh, Chris. So they seventeen and a half years. All right, can we top that, Beck? What are you looking at? Are you I was worried it? about where that was going to go. No, no, it's great. It's yeah. saying it's been regulated. Yeah. Yep. All Excellent. the cowboys are out of the business and cowgirls. <laughs> yeah. right. All right. Can we top 17 and a half years? We're looking for the longest time you've spent in a job. All right, Paula in St. Morris. Can you top that? Yes, I've been working at a window tinting company for 19 years, three months and four days today. Oh, congratulations on your 19-year, three-month, four-day anniversary, Paula. But who's counting? That's right. Oh, what are you going to do for your 20-year anniversary, Paula? Oh, I don't know. I should ask for a nice new car or something, shouldn't I? Absolutely. Or at least get your windows tinted on the car. (laughs) Um, I know. Paula, you've obviously been there for a long time. What's the best part about working there? Oh, just the, the different types of people that I meet every day. Yep. And I work with men, so that can be a bit frustrating at times. You keep in um, line? Yeah, keep them in line, yes, yes. You have to become a, a strong person to work with men only. Well, Paula, um, give, them a, give a plug. Where do you work? Uh, sunblock window tinting on Main North Road at Medindi. Well, we look forward to your 20th. Now you're guaranteed to be there for at least 20 years. Now you're giving them a plug on air, so that'll work well. <laughs> uh, thanks, Paula. Nancy in Athelston, how long have you been in your job? Hi guys, um, I've been at Gallipo Food Company for 35 years and eight months. This year. Wow! <laughs> Since wow. I left school, so yeah, it's been a 35 years <laughs> and eight months. That is remarkable, Nancy. You sound too young to yeah. be there that long. Um, what are the perks of working for Gallipo? Oh no, he's a he's a great boss. Now we've had a yeah, quite a quite a journey. We've just celebrated this year our 40th year, so it's been yeah. So I've gone through yeah quite a big change with all the um, how computers and everything has just changed the the industry. But no, he's yeah, he's a brilliant boss to work for. So yeah, no, it's been good. I've gone through all the different departments. Yep. And yeah, now I'm in the accounts department, so it's oh, great. Well done, Nancy. Nancy. Wow. <laughs> okay, 35 years. years. Can we top that? Well, we can because there's one right about to pop up. Uh, we've got Alistair from Vale Park. Uh, Alistair, what job and for how long? Okay, yeah, I work for a company called Martog. We, uh, I sell plastic here in South Australia, yeah. and I've been there. I'm coming up for 36 <gasps> years in about a week's time. Oh, so I joined wow. them back in 1987 at the end of October. Wow, 36 years. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, back in those days, I used to call on customers, and they used to have the tea lady would come around and give you a tea or a coffee. <laughs> you could probably a, smoke in the office. Uh, well, yeah, business was done over cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. um, the head office would, would page me on a pager, and I'd have to go and find a phone on Port Road to oh. re- reverse charge, call them back, because we didn't have mobile phones oh, back great. in those days. Oh, that is unbelievable. Brilliant. Oh, good yeah. on you, mate. Well, congratulations. I love the loyalty. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking no of phones, thanks. I remember when I started as a reporter at the ABC, yeah. we had one mobile phone for the whole office. Oh, really? And you had to sign it out. Really? <laughs> like, I'm taking the mobile because uh, no one had them. They were those big bricks. Public service, too, for the government. Jeez, they would have been tracking all that with me. <laughs> yeah. Every call would be logged and oh, for how yeah. long? Uh, all right, so there we are. We're at 36 years with Alistair from Vale Park. All right, can anyone top 36 years? Steve, how long have you been in your job? Yeah, I've been in my job 40 years. What do you do, mate? Uh, beekeeper. Oh, fantastic. Um, now, I can imagine, first thing that comes to mind is, surely you've been asked this a million times, no doubt. 
Um, how often do you get stung? Oh, yeah, sometimes it might be 20 or 30 times a day, and on a bad day it might be five or 600. Still. Hang on. Five or 600 times in a day? Yeah, yeah, well, pretty nasty, but... <laughs> Steve, I, I can't even comprehend you, that. Don't you not wearing your suit? What suit? <laughs> don't you, you wear, don't wear a suit? Uh, I wear a hat and veil, but yeah, I just wear a yeah, either a long sleeve shirt or a t-shirt with jeans, and yeah. Steve. Hang on, Steve. I thought that you wear this full kit. Yeah, I saw David Beckham in his um, doco the other day, and he makes a bit of honey at home, and he had the full kit. So you're just just got a little cover on your face, essentially. Yeah, pretty much just a. Uh, and a net that goes over me face, so you don't cop too many around the neck, and but yeah, it does happen. <laughs> Hang on, mate. I'm, I've been stung by a bee a few times, and it sort of hurts a little bit. I can only imagine like two, three, four, five hundred. That must kill. Uh, yeah, it does. By the end of the day, yeah, it gets a bit uncomfortable. But Steve, I love bees. I love that's that. Amazing. I love that the women are in charge in the in the hive. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's funny that I say that to a few people. They go, oh, how do you handle the boys stinging you? It's like uh, <laughs> there's usually uh, drones of the males and they don't sting you. It's uh, You might have a hive with 50 or 100,000 bees in it. And they're all girls. Oh, so it's the angry women that sting you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, doesn't that transfer across in life? <laughs> all right, Steve. 40 years as a beekeeper. That is amazing. That's a good tenure, particularly in those circumstances. Okay, Paul, important no longer. Can you beat 40? Well, I've uh, been at this company called uh, Private Family Company Peterson Industries for mm-hmm. 43 years. <gasps> Paul. Oh, I, you started I as an started, Yeah, I started in 1980 as a 16-year-old. I didn't know anything and did my apprenticeship manufacturing yeah. and then worked my way up into managerial roles. And then uh, five years ago, they offered that, uh, me to take over the business. So I, I own the company and... 43 years later, here I am. <laughs> uh, what a brilliant story, mate, from that time. What's changed so much? What's the biggest thing you've noticed? Oh, technology and uh, just the, the skills and, and trying to uh, keep your skill base going. Mm. But the, the people themselves, that you know, they, make the, they make the company, make the family company. We had a social club and, uh, you know, you, 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 your customers mm. and you, you're just trying to do the right thing. And, and, you know, you have fun times, you have good days, bad days. But, uh, yeah, so 43 years. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> mate, that's fantastic. How many employees you got there? Um, we've now got a private uh, company. Uh, we now sub out companies. Yep. Uh, so we now have a, a multiple different uh, divisions that we use now. So it's um, more of a, like a distributor type mm, base. Should be a politician, Paul, within us. Yeah, should be. Mate, congratulations. 43 years. Thank that you. is bloody amazing. Thank Can you. we top 43? Surely Beth? not. Guess what? I've just got a little message that's come through from producer Rach. There is someone that can top 43 coming up next. This is remarkable. I can't believe it. We've got a call that just come through from Robin in Lewiston. How long have you been in your job? 50 years. 50. Robin, congratulations. Thank you. What's the job? Um, I work for Government Publishing Online Services. We just do legislation, printing. Um, and I'm an administration officer. Right. So, Robin, have you done that same, exact same sort of job within, obviously, the government that whole time? Yes, I have. Yep. With oh. government publishing over all the different changes. Yep. Right. Oh, I hope they celebrated you when you hit 50. 
Yeah, we had a, they gave me surprise morning tea uh, last week, so that was lovely, and a certificate oh. and some flowers. Yeah, it was nice, surprise. Oh, Robin, 50 years. Who was the first Premier when you started? Can you remember? No, I can't, actually. <laughs> we, we, were, <laughs> we were in King William Street where the, um, the Festival Theatre is now, and then that was knocked down and we were shifted down to Netley. To a big, right. uh, Would have been down at Netley. Dunstan, wouldn't it? I don't know. What, when did you start? What year? About 73. Is that Dunstan? I reckon that might be the Dunstan era. I'm not really sure. (laughs) You should know. You're the political guru. Um, (laughs) Hey, well, Robin, you've got your certificate there from the government for being there for 50 years, but I think one thing that would be more prestigious than your government certificate, it is Don Dunstan, actually, we've just been told. Thank you, producer Rach and producer Lee. Did you ever ever see him in his hot pants? (laughs) (laughs) Only photos. (laughs) Okay, Robin, we are going to do this for you. You have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Oh, welcome, Robin, uh, to our Gallery of Greats. 50 years in the one job uh, makes you our winner today. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Brilliant, Robin. Hey, also, too, we'll send you our Golden Grater because it is the Gallery of Greats uh, trophy, which can go alongside your certificate there. But also, we're going to send you out to have a big night at the movies at Wallace Cinemas. Oh, thank you. That would be wonderful. You're very welcome. Congratulations on the half century. Thank you so much. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.